What's up, everybody? This is Carleon Wilson. And Logan. And you're listening to The Manifest. Uh, today, we have a very special episode. We're having on a guest. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, mental health and social media are the main two topics. Um, and then, well, first, we're going to get into our week. Yeah. How was your week, bro? My week was pretty good. Um, I had midterms this week, lots of studying, um, and I have a paper due tomorrow. Other than that, it was it was pretty um, good. Lots of hours at the at the library this week. Lots yeah, of hours. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. What my, about you? My my week. Uh, let me see. This last week, I went to this last weekend. With it, it was the Easter Sunday and everything, um, which was uh, which was great. We had a great turnout. Oh yeah, it was, um, it was pretty cool. We had great service. Um, I had two of my friends come. come yeah, to the service. yeah, yeah, awesome. man. That was really cool to see them too. Yeah. Um, Went up to went and made a trip to Bakersfield that weekend. Oh uh, yeah, was there for was there for a couple of days, which was uh, which was fun. And uh, yeah, my my week has been my week's been pretty good, bro. Been pretty good. Uh, what do we got going on as far as uh, the giveaway stuff? What's what's the update with that? So right now we're at ninety five followers on our page. We still have quite a ways to go before we give away this gift card. So for those of you who are listening, if you haven't shouted it out yet, uh, shout it out. And even if you have shouted it out, shout it out again. And um, so what are the ways that you can get an entry? Um, So what you can do is, is you can like, you follow, and then you comment three people and that counts as one entry. Right. And then every comment after those first three comments is another entry. Right. And then another way you can get more is by um, either sharing it on your story or um, or actually, uh, I believe it's tagging or sharing the podcast episode whenever the new episode comes out. Yeah. To uh, let us know if you've actually seen it or not. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think it's Uh, I think that I think that one's five. And then I think a story share just a regular story share about the giveaway is three, three more entries. So, um yeah, you guys want to get as many entries as you can because we're we're gonna be counting entries. Whoever has the most is is gonna be winning that gift card. So, so we're, we're about a third of the way there. <clears throat> so we're almost at a hundred. We need three hundred. Uh, like I said, or like we both said, just keep sharing and subs- and almost said subscribing. Subscribing. This YouTube. Yeah. Right. But oh well, I guess we can sort of talk about that too. Yeah. Well, um, you can subscribe to uh to the podcast on oh, Apple yeah. Podcasts. On Apple Podcasts. I know that that's an option. On you can Spotify. Yeah. Uh, on every major platform that you can think of, we're on there. Subscribe um, to it. Turn yeah. that, turn that notification. And then also, on. I never even I didn't think about this until uh, just recently. If you uh, like the podcast, leave a comment and under the uh, the platform that you're using, and sort of like give us a rating or a review. Um, that helps. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get us like propel us to the front page and things like that. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, so. Let's introduce our, our 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 guest, and we're gonna start uh, with our with our interview, and then we're gonna get into our topics of uh, social media and uh, mental health. So we have on today, um, actually, the proprietor of the company that is our only sponsor at the moment, <clears throat> but we will be getting more sponsors most That's definitely. Right. That's right. Uh, Covenant Counseling, and with us today is Dr. Carl Wilson. You can go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, very happy to be here. Thank you, Logan, Carly on. Yeah, we uh we we decided we wanted to have uh Dr. Carl Wilson on. He has some 
he has some stuff he wants to talk about um, about social media and stuff. But first, why don't you uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do and and your profession and etc. All right. Well, um, my name again is Carl Wilson. I am a doctor of behavioral health, a licensed professional counselor in the states of Missouri, Iowa, and California. I've uh, been in this business probably about 13 years. In the military, I work with marriage, family, substance abuse, anger management, depression, anxiety, and trauma, particularly PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, and sexual trauma. Uh, got out of the military, uh, knew I wasn't going to wear the uniform anymore, so I took a job with the VA for a little bit, worked with them, uh, left the VA and the Marine Base in Barstow, MCLB, Barstow, California. Moved me and my family here about five years ago. I served as behavioral health director there uh, most recently and left and went back into uh, private agency work. So have several clinics throughout Southern California, still have offices in Missouri and Iowa, uh, where, again, we specialize in marriage and family, substance abuse, anger management, depression, anxiety, and trauma. A little bit about me. All right. All right. And so I think that the topics that we're bringing up today um, are something that is starting to be like a really big deal and a a really big topic, especially for young people. and I and I say across all generations, really, this whole topic of um, mental health, how important it is, uh, how we're starting to realize that certain things that we do can add do add to it, can take away from it, um, just like regular mundane things, going to work, going to school, um, you know, certain habits that you have. How does that add to your to your uh, your mental health? How does that take away? Those are some of the things that we're starting to think about as a society. And it's becoming a um, a pretty big deal. And so for so for the first question that we have is uh, what's our first question? Our first question is why is there a stigma around mental health in the church? So that is a, such a loaded question because I think it varies from uh, denomination to denomination. Um, I think it varies from uh, churches that consider themselves to be uh, ethically. Uh, exclusive Um, so when you say stuff like black churches or white churches and things of that nature Mm -hmm. Hispanic churches uh, that's such a loaded question Uh, and I'll try to condense that very quickly here Um, I think uh, for the longest time uh, mental health has I remember when I got started for example before I say that I remember when I got started in this business and I was actually discouraged from practicing mental health uh, mm. we've always thought especially within um uh oneness movement you know it you pray it away yeah <laughs> fast it away right. yeah yeah and you cast the devil out because yeah. the devil is who brings uh you know sicknesses and illnesses and things of that nature of course that's not true because it's not even scripturally true there are some things the bible uh teaches us that comes upon us uh, just because it's you know it's, it's a natural thing that happens to us. It mm-hmm. happens by genetics. It, it happens because of situations. And so we can't blame everything on the devil. But for the longest time, it has been such a huge stigma associated with faith. Uh, and I think it still is today. Um, I am very happy to be in the SoCal district. Um, and this particular part of the country, I think, is very open um, this district, for example, has just welcomed us and just made it such 
uh, a blessing to be a part of. So I'm very appreciative for that. And so, I mean, obviously, since you started with that, there can be also regional differences as far as how churches address um, mental health. And so, uh, you know, more conservative, more uh, stuff that's in the Bible Belt or uh, I would say states and cities that are in the Bible Belt, they may uh, be a little more, you know, uh, closed minded that to that type of stuff. Yeah. Versus a few more, um, you know, progressive places like. California, maybe New York or Portland or, you know, Oregon, places like that to where uh, these topics are becoming a big deal. And so whatever is being discussed in society as a whole eventually makes its way towards the, towards the church. And so what do you think um, some of the things that that we can do as a church to prepare ourselves for having this conversation? For about mental health. Good question. So I think one of the things that we can do is certainly have a conversation. <laughs> That's right. where yeah. we start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, for you know, to be a Christian means to be uh, to be someone who's saved, uh, who has the truth. Uh, with that comes this um, facade that you are strong, that nothing ever goes wrong, right? And that you don't get sick and you don't have problems, yeah. which again yeah. is completely and if you do, unscriptural. And yeah. If you do, if you do yeah. it's because of sin in your life. Yeah. If exactly. you do, exactly, which again is completely unscriptural. I don't. I know we don't have time for it, but you look at Saul. He's mm. easily diagnosed in the Bible as someone who was bipolar. Yeah. All right. Who suffered from manic depression. He had manic. He had depression fits. Uh, I mean, you. I, I, I've been through the Bible and I, and I find so many great men of God who actually suffer from depression. There are people who in the Bible who suffer from schizophrenia. Yeah. So to say that what makes us any better than people who, you know, right. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that we will be invisible to that. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think the, the, the next area we want, we want to sort of tackle is um, how do you balance school, church, and a social life um, while all, because now we're sort of translating from the mental health topic, which is uh, this social media age, which is a, an integral part or integral part of the mental health uh, conversation, For social sure. media and how it affects uh, mental health. So how what what would what, how can you balance all this stuff with this social media age we're in where likes equal uh, affirmation and 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 things like that? People have to see your life online to, you know, what's that phrase? Uh, Pixel or it didn't happen. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And I I I, 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 I literally say that to myself, and I'm and I'm thinking, but it actually did happen. But it did happen. It did happen. Like if you, if you don't post your meal, did you really eat it? Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. So. Uh, so, so that's the first thing we'll do. We'll talk about the balance, and then we'll, we'll go into the specifics of how social media affects uh, the mental health aspect. Yeah, you got it. And just hearing you talk and say that, it makes me feel very sad that that's how uh, Generation X, uh, Y, uh, Generation Z, Millennials actually mm-hmm. think. Um, right. Everything is wrapped up. So social media is, it is, let's talk a little bit about why it was created, its purpose, okay? So, because I think mm-hmm. it has developed and grown over the years. Yeah. Social media started off by being this tool to connect people um, to where uh, actually started in a university uh, and it was just for students to be able to communicate with each other. Yeah, right. Yeah. It was Facebook, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so then we, we saw this huge explosion 
uh, within the last 15 to 20 years with social media. And it has become such an integral part of our lives. We use it to connect with family, friends, to catch up on current events. Uh, we use it to entertain ourselves. I mean, we're talking about 70% of Americans, 70%, more than 2.6 billion people globally use social media. It is used to overthrow governments. And there's a lot of people. (laughs) It is used to change. It's used to put, I mean, it is used to put people in power, to take them out of power. It is powerful. And so one of the good things, you know, is that it does connect us. It connects us to places where we could never go physically. Yeah. And so I don't want to, I don't want this to be like a, you know, bash on social media. It's a good thing. It's just how we use it yeah. that makes it good or bad. Absolutely. And I think you're right when you say uh, the question was, you know, how do you balance school, church, uh, work life, and all of that when it comes to social media? That's the key word there. But that's the key word for everything. Right. We have to have a balance in yep. life. Yep. We have to have a balance in life. Yeah. And one of the things I often challenge people who come in with social media issues, uh, parents who bring in children with social media issues, one of the ways we can tell if social media is a problem is say, let's go without it for a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, yeah. When, when Instagram, remember when Instagram went down a few, uh, like a few weeks ago? Oh, yeah, that was, that was crazy. People it was down for, going... it was down for how many, it was down for eight hours, I think, yeah. right? And yeah. people were losing their minds. <laughs> literally it was crazy. And I was like, after, like, I, re- I realized that it was down. And at first it was just kind of annoying. I was like, I don't know why this isn't loading. I thought it was my phone and I was yeah, kind of frustrated with it. But then I realized that it was down everywhere. And once I realized it was down everywhere, I was like, whatever. I put my phone down. And it was actually kind of nice to take a break from it. It was, actually. But then the next day when it came back, I saw people were uh, posting like uh, uh, comedic skits and videos about what they did when uh, Instagram no, went yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that people was some of Freaking like, out. Oh, my God. People were like, I read a book for the first time. You know? Uh, like, it was, it, was, it was insane to see, like... and. and it was supposed to be funny, but the reality is that probably did happen to a lot of people. They had no, to figure out real, what to do with their real. time. Yeah, you know, absolutely. iPhone has that, um, I'm sure Android does too, has that uh, that app that tells you uh, how much you're on each app uh, per day or, or whatever, oh, per yeah. week. Yeah. And so you're starting to see the rates of this go up. And I'm I'm looking at mine for last week. I'm like, did, did I really spend that much time of the day? Like, mm-hmm. there's only 24 hours in a day. Right. How did I spend 18 hours? You know, screen time 15 hours yeah exactly yeah 15 yeah. hours screen time no i, I know I exactly what you time? mean it, yeah it it, it blows, blows my mind too because i'm like i'm like okay how 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 am i like how am i really being productive with my day if i'm spending most of my day staring at my phone mm-hmm. like what mm-hmm. what how am i interacting with the world around me how are you getting work done yeah exactly <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. and there's some people where it's like like literally their phone and their social media account and everything is their business. That is how they make money. And I do understand yeah. that. Yeah. And and in a lot of ways it's it's understandable, but at the same time too, it's almost like that's really like a sad life to live, to have to live your life through your phone. Yeah. I mean yeah, it's it it's it's really it really is sad for sure. To be a slave to a device like right. that. Oh yeah. Uh, where you talk about parents whose children fight for their time. Right. Yeah. Because of social yeah. media. We're talking yeah. about parents who fight with their children for time yeah. because of social media. You look yeah. at Facebook, YouTube, they all dominate the landscape. And as you look at 
users who are younger and younger, like 18 to 24 and even younger than that, yeah, they are embracing so many different platforms and they're using them more than ever before. All right. So, I mean, you have everything. I mean, we, we talk about Facebook, YouTube, there's Instagram, there's uh, LinkedIn, there's Twitter. I mean, Snapchat. These programs are just exploding and every day. The what app um, and they just go on and on and on. And yeah. more and more people are they have accessibility to them and they are spending more and more time on them. So when you see this huge shift, so to speak, where we're swinging either to the left, all the way to the left or all the way to the right, we lose that balance. And yeah. that's what we've done right now is we've lost that balance. Yeah. One thing I, I want to mention that sort of blows my mind about um, social media is that I'm starting to notice. So when I, when I was a kid and we're obviously we're gonna, this is a, a church based podcast. So we've got to bring everything back to that. When I was a kid growing up in church, I wasn't on an iPad, uh, you know, in the pews when I was a kid, I wasn't on my phone watching YouTube videos during church. And that as someone who doesn't even have kids or someone, you know, who, uh, someone who plans to have kids, that, that is not something I would tolerate at all. And when I see parents who allow their kids to be on their phones and on iPads and watching YouTube videos during a service, and not just not just during the downtimes, but I'm talking about during preaching, during the, the praise and worship, yeah. I, I don't get it. Yeah. I, I, that's just me, though. It breaks my heart, too. And I had a patient actually last week came in. Uh, it was a couple, and they brought an infant in with them, brand new baby. Uh-huh. And she can hold the phone and she likes to chew on the phone. And I saw her literally on the phone and I was trying to just stay focused on the couple. And finally I said, I'm so sorry, but I have to interrupt you. Can you please take that phone from the baby? <laughs> Especially that. Yeah. 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 You please? I said, it, yeah. you have no idea. I just, I was like, you have no idea. The World Health Organization. All right who just recently came out with a study and they have now added it to the ICD-10, which is the international coding uh, for mental health disorders, for, for medical conditions. Yeah. They have literally today, people are meeting all the criteria for addiction to their devices. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a medical yeah. problem. It's a medical condition because people cannot turn away. And what we're doing mm-hmm. is we're taking little bitty children. And I know it's first off, it's just so wrong. And don't email me uh, or call me. Uh, but it's just so <laughs> wrong to use a device to babysit your child. Oh, that, God uh, gave you that I, child. That's yeah. your job. That's not a, a, that's yeah. not an iPad. That's not preach. a phone's job. That preach. That's your job to yeah. babysit. Yeah. And you have no idea the damage that you're causing the developing brain of that child. And so yeah. it does. It breaks my heart. And so I try, I have this, I, you you have no idea what it takes for me to sit there and to be yeah. still and not say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you give, you give the power, you give, you give power to whoever they're watching to raise them. Right. right. That's, that's exactly, that's all you're doing. That's all, that's all it is. And like, even with, even like with my little sister, she's going to be, she's going to be nine next week. And, um, you know, she started like getting to the point where she was on her iPad or on her phone a lot. And my parents recognized that. And they were like, you know what? You have to like, they started setting the restrictions one and it, and it made it a lot. It, Apple made it a lot easier 
to set the restrictions where it's like you have to have a passcode to get into this app after being on it for so long, yeah. which is great. And I feel like parents really need to utilize that. Let, because, me, tell, let me tell you something. Yeah. Do you know that the creator of Apple did not allow smartphones in his house? His wow. kids could not have. They were yeah. not allowed to have. Why do you think wow. he did not allow his children to use social media platforms? Why do you think his own children did not have those devices? Because the studies supported and proved that they were damaging to the psychological development of a child. Yeah, It's the worst thing I ever did as a, as a father. I think it's the worst thing I ever did as a father is I gave my kids smartphones way too early. And my kids were in their teens when they got smartphones. Yeah. And I still I, today say that. I think once I was like 15. <laughs> I think I was. And you know what? I've had, I now that I think about it, I got I got my first smartphone, I think it was 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had, a, I've, I've had an iPhone, I've had an iPhone for that long. And it's been like, I mean, as time has gone on, like I've, I've taken breaks from certain things. And like there was a point where I had been super, super addicted to Twitter. And I had to realize that I was like, you know what? I have to take a step back. And I took steps back for months at a time. I wouldn't get on for months at a time. And then I just barely got back on for the first time since October, like two or three days ago. And yeah. even still now, now that I've taken that break too, I realize that I'm like, I don't really need this. Yeah. I get on it whenever I really, whenever I really genuinely have some free time, that's when I'll be like, okay, well, I'll, I'll check up for a couple minutes. Yeah. But it's like when you really regulate your time and everything that you spend on it and, and everything, it also, it also helps regulate who you're watching and what you're watching. Because when you get into this addictive mode and into this just mindless, you're just watching and you're just scrolling and you're just tapping and you're just liking, following, whatever the case may be, you start to follow, you start to like and and watch things that you wouldn't have watched or done before. Yeah, Because you just get brainwashed. And and that's the accessibility to this type of technology, I think, is, is such... You know, a big part of the problem, too, is that we have no guards. There are no limitations on what you can do with this particular type of technology. Yeah. So where typically we were able to guard children from uh, pornography and things of that nature today, there are no guards. Yeah. You can just type in the goofiest play word uh, that a child would normally use and boom, you have pornography instantly before a child crazy so just the the reprogramming of the brain that this technology is doing especially when you take kids who have like stuff like add adhd i'm sorry we don't have add anymore the dsm-5 took it out so it's just adhd but kids whose brains are developing and they have a problem with processing stuff and now you give them a cell phone you give them a smartphone now oh my goodness the you are you're setting this child up for failure now. Is yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. and that and that's the the thing um, with kids like that where it's it's they're super young and you don't want to just like the stigma we were talking about. You don't want to diagnose a kid too young with certain things because that comes with stigmas. That comes with um, all kinds of things that can make them feel a certain type of way. You'll feel feel a certain type of way. And so what a lot of parents will do is in order to calm them down or to I know I know I I I have empathy for them I understand that however because of the knowledge that I have the research that supports it and I'm like any parent that wants that like I will gladly give it to them I mean uh, just now like I said the World Health Organization who has declared that 
now we are able to diagnose people with video game addictions. Yeah. 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 So, and, and, and it's That's the pleasure thing. center of the brain uh, it taps right into that. And it literally rewires their brain is what it does. Wow. It literally rewires it. So wow. it's, it's, you know, again, but I don't want to make this huge, big old thing about bashing. Uh, it's, no. it's just the shift that we're where yeah. we are right now. Yeah. You it's, know? it's everything in moderation. Absolutely. That's what that's what I think, because I I mean, I love using Instagram to connect. I and do. I, I love I love social media too. I think it's a great when yeah. we use it for the Lord. When we use oh, it, yeah. like even in church, like I think there's sometimes you can use it in church, yeah. but not when if you're quoting the preacher, you know, taking you, notes, <laughs> taking notes, you know, No, hey, I use it. I use it to take notes too, especially if I'm like if he's getting some good stuff where I don't have time to write it. Actually, write it down. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna type it and then I'll write it down later. Absolutely, I think that's cool. And checking in and and helping to. Uh, Social media is an outreach tool is great. Uh, I think you have to have that uh, that type of mindset. I think as youth pastors and and mentors, youth leaders, we have to sort of make sure that we're that we're sort of teaching that we're mentoring that type of balance when it comes to social media, because there's been such a rise in anxiety, depression, eating disorders, suicidal ideation. I mean, all directly related to this uprise in yeah. social media. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that it, it is important to, because like you said, we're not trying to bash it, uh, because we recognize the, the good things that it can do too. Absolutely. Like oh, this, for sure. What we're for doing sure. right now, this is social media. This is going to yeah. go on a page yeah. where you can click on, you can listen to us hours, days, years, a century from now, or whatever it is, you'll be able to listen to this. This is a, a, a connecting type of tool. And so, um, but like we we're all just saying, it's about balance. It's about, uh, you know, and then also recognizing when you're doing too much, because you, you could think that you're balancing it. I'm only going to spend 30 minutes and then 30 minutes here or whatever it is. But reality, you need to spend 15 instead of 30, you know, sort of recognizing, um, you know, what 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 the real balance needs to be, not just saying, oh, I'm going to do equal parts of everything. Yeah. So yeah. so so you talked about balancing. And when it comes to social media, one of the things that I recommend is like during the day, take an hour break. And then no social media after nine o'clock at night. And here's the reason why I say no social That's media good. after nine o'clock at night. It's because when you have the light on, when you are scrolling for likes and you're going through your social media, yeah. what you're doing is your your brain is still in this process of producing dopamine and producing cortisol, depending upon what you're looking at, uh, stuff that can be stressful, stuff that you don't like, stuff that you do like. And so what your brain should be doing is producing melatonin to go to bed because it's nighttime. It's yeah. time for bed. Yeah, yeah. And so now you find it difficult to go to sleep. And of course, you know, if the melatonin is thrown off, now you're not getting enough sleep. You wake up, you're crabby, you're more irritable. Uh, that can affect your mood chemical serotonin. And now you have depression. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. you know, wow. so it's just wow. this domino effect. And that's the reason why I think like, especially at night before bed, social media should be limited. And if you can find time during the day, then, you know, take a fine hour here or there. And, you yeah. know, maybe it's for your entire lunch hour. You don't get on social media or, right. or something like that. Yeah, it helps you find a balance. That's good. That's good. I, I yeah. might I might start even just implementing that. No, no social media after nine. Because that, that's that's really good. I do. I find myself up. 
even just up and just on social media. And I'm like, man, like I've been up super late and it's like midnight, 1230 Vince, because I've been on Instagram all night. Before you know know it, hours have passed by before you know it. Yeah. And and it it used to be YouTube before like Instagram and stuff. Like you would go, you would be on YouTube for hours just watching videos. Oh yeah. Back when YouTube was in its prime and now it's moved on to another sector, Instagram or Twitter. Now you're scrolling through tweets. Um, Yeah. And so, now, now you know if we, if we want to tr- sort of transition, what about the um, the effects of of trying to live your life online? What, what are there? I, and I obviously we don't want to get into specifics, but are there people who come into your office and talk to you about um, not feeling fulfilled or, or 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 you know sort of like living artificially online? How mm-hmm. does how does the social media realm affect your actual life? Yeah. Um, does it become you know your end all be all? Um, and things like that. That's kind of like, I feel like we're heading that, if we're not there already, we're heading that direction. Because like we just said earlier, you know, Pixar didn't happen, but in reality, it did happen. Yeah, yeah there there is a terminology within the field of psychology that we use, uh, and the abbreviation is FOMO. Uh, it's the fear of missing out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard, okay. that. I've heard yeah. that before. Mm-hmm. I've heard that before. And, and so... Uh, too much time scrolling through social media uh, certainly can result in anxiety or depression. Uh, social media can be very destructive depending upon your self-worth and how you feel about yourself, how you see yourself, your perception of yourself. It can severely influence that for negative. And you take somebody who uh, comes from a broken home or, you know, or, or an abusive home, I should say, and so they're not given those accolades those praises and told that they're beautiful that they're wonderful right Mm -hmm. you know that god loves them just the way they are and what they have now is social media telling them how to look telling them what to wear telling them what size they should be especially for females telling them you know what they should wear i mean you tell them where they should go i mean all of that and so we take people men and women, boys and girls, whose brains are still developing at this crucial age, still developing. And now they have this governor, which is social media. Yeah. Telling them what's real and what's not real. Wow. Right. And it's, it comes, <laughs> this, it look, I think I forgot what commercial it was, but it says if it's on Facebook, then it's, if it's on social media, then it's real. And there was, yeah, there, I think I think uh, State Farm did a commercial yeah. over this guy. This guy, he says he says he's from Paris, and uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and he has this girl. This girl said, "Oh yeah, he's from Paris and he speaks French." And the guy yeah. walks up. He does not look anybody like anybody yeah. from Paris. He said, oh, "Oh, but I read it on Facebook though, so I read it on social media, so it's real." What's the and, other yeah. one? What's the other one? Just like that, where she is trying to unfriend her oh, friend, yeah. but it isn't like that's another. It's another. <laughs> It's another <laughs> insurance. Uh, um, it begins. It's not Geico. I think it was Geico. It was Geico. Geico and the older women were all sitting in the living room. Yeah, she, they were liking pictures, and she's uh-huh. like, "I'm unfriending her. I'm, I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm disliking her and taking pictures out and stuff." Yeah, and they were like doing it. They were so like, funny. they were doing the actual action. Yes, and so <laughs> with real pictures. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. But not yeah. like they were doing the social media stuff, but in the actual <laughs> the real world. And what what did some of the girls said? She was like, "That's not how it works. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not, how, not it. how it works at all." <laughs> yeah, it's a good commercial. Man. I love it. But it just goes to show you how, as your brain is developing, you're very influential. All right? You're very, and that's why we should limit and really guard this right now, especially at the, the younger you are, 
the more impressionable you are. Yeah. So that's why you really should wait to introduce this technology mm-hmm. yeah. where the child has a little bit more control of impulses. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Where the child sort of knows, has a very good grasp on what's wrong and what's right because you have this governor, like I said, that is social media and it's telling you what's wrong and what's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's very true. That's yeah. very, very true. I I've noticed just there's a there's a there's a noticeable difference in kids and even just people my age between like when people my age were kids and kids now because you look at a lot of the kids now like the or the the kids like people who are my age when they were kids I mean what 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 would you do Carl you'd be outside playing Right, playing basketball. Oh, acting a fool, acting a fool, just being dumb. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it was great. You you learned some you learned some good lessons out out there. Most you know. But when you have you know this tablet in front of you all the time and you're not actually out there learning those lessons for yourself and you're having somebody else who probably doesn't really know what they're talking about. You know what I mean? It, right. That's that's where that's where I see it too. Is it's like for me. If you're just on your phone and you're just constantly living this life through through the screen, you're never really gonna learn what needs to be learned. You're not you're not gonna really yeah. experience the world for what it truly is. You're and, gonna experience it for what you want it to be. And that right. goes right into the concept or or the belief now that children suffer so severely uh, when we talk about anxiety, the diagnosis of anxiety and those diagnoses that fall up under anxiety, like phobia, social phobias, mm-hmm. can't go outside, can't talk to people, agoraphobia, all those things. Yeah. And it's because they're not developing those one-on-one intimate, real relationships. All of their relationships are fake. They're yeah. all online. Like your relationship online it's fake. It's not real. That's yeah. not real. This is not life. This is not, that's not real. Although yeah. I know for some people it is real, but yeah. I'm sort of here to tell you that it's not real. Like, yeah. Conversation. This is why I hate texting. Texting. <laughs> like we use, it's okay to text. Texts are, they yeah. can be very important. They're short and sweet yep. to the point, but you lose. You lose the, an interaction. You lose the context. Yep. Yeah, that, like, that's yep. the most important. And that's, that's, where, that's yeah. where I get so many couples to come in because of, I'm like, that's because we don't, we should not be holding conversations mm. through text. Yeah, Texting right. is yeah. not for conversations. Yeah. Texting is for short messages is what it's for. Yeah, and so you true. come in, well, he said this in the text, and I'm going, well, how do you know what he means? Because there's this whole thing called neurologistics, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, our body language and, you know, what we thought, what we think they meant by that text. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So mind reading. And man, oh my goodness, the problems that come with that. I bet. Yeah, the I bet. problems that come with that. I bet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The CDC actually just came out with a study saying why that over 27 million Americans now, uh, up to 70% of their day is spent sitting. And guess where it's spent? At a computer. At the computer. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So more, more and more people are moving less and less every day Crazy. because they're sitting in front of their computers. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I, um, I saw Shalom sent me this video yesterday, and it was talking about – it wasn't necessarily talking about social media in particular, but it was talking about how being inside is literally a detriment to our health. 
and you know it's like we've we've lost this we've lost this whole interaction with the world that's literally just right outside your door and it it's not not only is it an actual detriment to your to your bodily health mm-hmm. but to your mental health as well yeah. because you rely on these lights rather than other mm-hmm. lights yeah. and that could even go into a whole other spiritual Absol- deepness right. too but you know that's absolutely uh, I, I found that I was like, wow, absolutely. Uh, the the more that we move and we're out and about, we are causing certain chemicals in our brain to produce uh, people who suffer from depression. And, you know, and it's hard to tell people, you know, you know, like, well, you shouldn't tell them to like snap out of it or anything like that, because that's the most ridiculous thing I think you can say to somebody who's suffering from depression. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is they, they're not interested in medication at all. I'll say, okay, so here's what I want you to do. I, I want you to just walk to the corner, literally get out of the house and walk to the corner because just by walking, now you're increasing epinephrine. Now you're increasing serotonin in your brain. Now you're releasing chemicals that will help you feel better just simply by walking. You know, I'm not saying get up and go to, I understand you're depressed. I'm not saying get up and go to work and act like nothing's wrong. I'm saying just get up and walk to the corner and then come back. Yeah. yeah. That's all I'm saying to do. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And get those chemicals moving in the brain, man. And you can make yourself feel so much better. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I think that, um, we covered a lot. We covered a lot today. Yeah. That was really Um, good. I think that conversations like this need to be had more, uh, pertaining to, mental health and how social media affects mental health. Oh, yeah. Uh, because I, I felt convicted. Honest, like, like I said, last week I'm looking at my screen time, I'm like, I consider myself really busy. Yeah. So how, and then you and then you start to think of the proportions. You're doing something, but how much of that something, I mean, how much of that are you actually doing if you're actually, like, you're supposed to be studying, but you're actually on social media. You're how, to, much, yeah. how much of that are you actually present? Right. And that's yeah. the reason why I like when, we, I, when we're having dinner, I like for everybody to be present right. when we're yeah. having right. dinner. Yeah, right. I like that. I need my cell phone when my kids are not near me. Yeah. Just in case they need me. See, but when we're yeah. all together, yeah. let's turn it off because the most important right. people in the world to me are right here. We don't need me, it. I like that. We don't need it. Me and my friends, a couple of times when we would go out to when we would go out to dinner, um, I remember one time in particular, it was me and like there were like seven or eight of us. We went out to dinner. We just went out one time just for fun, just some people from my old church, and we went and we sat down. And before we'd even, uh, before we had even ordered our drinks or anything, we were like five minutes in. I don't remember who said it. It was one of my friends. They were like, hey, everybody get your phones, set them face down. We're all going to stack them right here in the middle of the table. And nobody can pick them up until we pay. Yeah. And I was like, I like that. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know what? You can check it every once in a while to see if, if it's if it's like an emergency or whatever or the case may be from a parent or, or whatever that whatever that situation is. But you know, uh, otherwise don't pick it up. Absolutely. We're not, we're not going to be, be on our phones tonight. And, and that was, that was a great night. And an it's, hour it's is crazy. not going to kill you. You know, be present. Exactly. Yeah. Be present exactly. in the moment. Exactly. Be present in the moment. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So. Well, thank you uh, so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you for yes, having me. Thank you. Um, we, we talked about a lot of stuff today. Uh, some things we want to mention for the future uh, are, is our hyphen podcast which will, at the same time you're listening to this, hopefully that will be out. It's an interview with our youth president uh, of the of the whole SoCal district. Yeah. Um, 
and it's cool. We sort of like give an intro to the podcast, what it's going to be about, and then he sort of gives like an un, like an understanding of what it what a hyphen is, uh, his vision for hyphen, his vision for youth, uh, and I think it's it'll be a great episode. Uh, what else do we have that's coming up? Uh, our next episode is um, uh, we have we have this episode coming up. Uh, we're we're changing our we're changing our format a little bit with how we're how we're going to record with guests and all that, but. Um, after this, we're going to be, uh, doing an episode with, uh, brother Brett Bachman, um, about finances. Um, yes, that'll be cool. That's going to be, that's going to be a great episode, especially for, you know, people our age. Um, we may even, <clears throat> we may have uh, hyphen promote that a little bit more too, because I mean, for those of you who are our age and in whatever, you know, how, how yeah. the struggle be real right now, especially in California. A, yeah, exactly. And investing is, is a good idea because. I don't, I don't think that social security is going to be there by the time I retire. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. It might. But I, I don't know if it will be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, never they're know. They're you estimating now. I just heard they're estimating now at 2035. I definitely won't be retired. But yeah, me either. Me either. What is it, 2019 right now? Yeah. That's like 16 years? <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm going to be barely getting in, getting in the workforce and getting, getting things done. I'm and not that, even going to be and, middle-aged by then. And guess right. what? And that's actually extending it because at first they had it a couple years earlier than oh, that. Oh, I didn't and know And so that. this is actually extending oh, wow. it. They forecast it oh, and they just wow. redid it again. Wow. And they said it will be 2030. So Crazy. investing. <laughs> Crazy. Invest. <laughs> yeah, and we'll, we'll be talking about that more next week. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be a real good episode um, for sure. Make sure you guys uh, hit up the giveaway. Uh, have people follow the page, like, share, comment, subscribe, the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. We, we have we have a we have a pretty big milestone that we hit. If you don't follow us on our social oh, yeah. media page, we posted on there. We reached one uh, over one thousand listens. Um, on, one thousand listens on our podcast yeah. uh, on all of so our far. episodes total. Um, I think it's I'm, one thousand plus actually. Yeah, yeah, a little over one thousand, and it's 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 great. We're we're excited to know that we have an audience. You know, yeah, people exactly. that are listening. So, um, we you appreciate know, you guys. Yeah, keep listening and and keep sharing, and um, you know, we wanna we wanna keep creating good content for uh, for you guys. Yep, and don't forget to follow the page at Manifest Podcast on Instagram, and then we also have a Facebook page, but it's not quite set up. But by the time you're listening to it, it probably will be. Um, and then uh, don't forget to follow Logan at at Lorkle L O R K L E, and don't forget to follow me at Furious Carl. Did you want to uh, plug a social media or anything for you? Oh, or the Covenant the Covenant page. So we do have a Facebook page, Covenant Behavior Health uh, Facebook page. So you go to co- uh, Facebook, you can find us at Covenant Behavior Health on LinkedIn at uh, the High Desert Professional Counselors. All right. And if you mention the promo code. Manifest, we will give you a point zero 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 one percent discount off on your uh why, why are you laughing? <laughs> on your on your, your counseling appointment. <laughs> so point oh 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 one. Mention the promo the promo code manifest. manifest, manifest. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you guys next time. What's up, everybody? This is Carl. And Logan. And you're listening to The Manifest. Uh, we want to remind you guys, uh, follow us, follow follow the podcast at Manifest Podcast on Instagram. Um, you're going to be getting all kinds of updates there when we post new episodes, um, etc. That's where you're going to find a lot of announcements. Probably see them there before you hear them on the podcast. So follow us on there. Um, you want to follow our personal pages also. Uh, Carl's is at Furious Carl. 
and mine is at Lorkel. And we we want to remind you also that we release every Wednesday, uh, and you can find us on every major uh, broadcasting platform: Spotify at Manifest, Apple Music at Manifest, all those pages. So thank yeah. you guys for listening. Thanks.